Welcome to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design. Today on the show, we have Drew Blumenthal. His company is called Digital Drew SEM. It's a full service digital marketing and ad agency. And he's now had the company for six years. So Drew, how did you get into the space? So I got into digital marketing and advertising first. I knew I always wanted to do it. So I went into college as a marketing major. I started in my junior year interning in like marketing and advertising agencies. I was doing social media and SEO and all that stuff. And then basically I'm like, this makes so much sense. It's like, this is where the future is. So then for the next like two years, I basically like connected with everyone in the space that I could on LinkedIn and then interviewed for jobs. And then I ended up moving to New York City working for large ad agencies when I graduated college in 2016 and then started my own agency in 2017 and really grew it from there. So I'm sure with six years in the business, you've overcome some serious obstacles. Can you share a story or experience of one of those obstacles and how you overcame it? Yeah, it was definitely in the beginning. It's a very, very hard space to break into. So like my first website, I built on Wix myself and it was just, it was okay. But then I really spent $10,000 and really built it more professionally. And in the beginning, like I didn't have any reviews. I didn't have any testimonials. Like everything will start to exponentially grow, but you have to like, especially in to be in digital marketing and advertising, you have to have a good online presence. And it's like, how do you build that presence when you're starting from the ground up with nothing? And obviously I had to bootstrap a lot of this myself just because I didn't raise any capital money or take out any loans to do it. So it's like, it's very, very hard in the beginning when you're trying to compete against so many other agencies that have experience. So I think, with most businesses it's really really hard to break into a space even if you have the right experience how are you able to break in i mean a lot of it was just honestly by doing it and then trying to find spaces or trying to find areas that make sense to reach the right customers so like for example in the beginning i spent a lot of time going to like in-person networking groups And it's like, I got some business from it, but it was really when I started to do my own digital advertising and my own digital marketing and getting on other platforms and things like that, that I really started to see myself grow. Because just like with any business, you need to get in front of where your customer actually is and try and understand Who are they? Where are they? Like, as if you give your message or you give your pitch, so to speak, to people that aren't interested or don't have the budget or aren't just the right fit for your business, then you're just not going to end up with any traction. So how did you start gaining traction? So a lot of it is, like I said, I got some customers. Then basically from there, they referred other customers. I was expanding my traffic. So a lot of the times now I spend a lot of my own time looking through my Google analytics and my website analytics seeing like, all right, if I'm bringing this much traffic to the website and I'm able to convert 
this many people into a meeting booking and then this many people into a proposal. So really, if you're sitting there and your business is struggling, a lot of it is, are you reaching the right person, as I said before, but it's also about like how many people you're bringing in too. So if you're trying to say, I want to be a seven figure business, how many meetings are you booking? How many people are you bringing to your website? How many, like looking at all those things is really going to help you to get there. Just because if you're not getting in front of anyone, like if a tree falls and no one hears it fall, you're not really making a sound. So it's kind of like with a business, you need to really be like spending money and like really trying to push with marketing and advertising and just putting yourself out there to reach people because no one's going to buy your goods or services if they don't know you exist. Did you find yourself targeting a niche over time? So I've decided to really stay away from niches. Like I work with some agencies that work on niches, but for me, I really enjoy the work. And I find that there are a lot of universal principles. So there's people that say, oh, I only focus on this service or I only focus on e-commerce or lead generation. I'm like good at all of those niches. So I, I chose not to specify myself. I mean, there's not a right or wrong. Like if you are going to go after a specific niche, like you really have to go hard on it and really have to have a strategy to get in front of those people because you are limiting your pool. So if you're limiting your pool of people, that means you have to have a higher conversion rate on those people. I wouldn't take on work that I'm like, oh, I don't think I could do this. But what I find is like, if the website is good and the budget is high enough and there is some type of KPIs that I'm measuring for, like typically I can make something work and therefore would want to work with that kind of business or person. Was there a moment on your path through life or through your business where you look back and you say that was define a defining moment for me? I think like two really defining moments where one was releasing the website. So like redoing my website and launching it was a defining moment. And then honestly, when I hired my first freelancer to my team, like that was also a pretty defining moment for, because for a really long time, like over half the time that I had the business, I'm like, I have to do everything and I'm never going to build a team. I was afraid. What if they mess up? And what if like, I take blame? Like there were so many fears about me scaling and that's just where eventually I hired a coach to help me to be able to scale and like this was like 2020 like October of 2020 at this point that I, I had my first freelancer on my team and he's even still there now and like now it's second nature to have a team helping me with things but I think that was really a defining moment where my revenue really did start to scale when I started to let people in to help me with things that one, I was too busy to do or two, didn't know how to do, but was still important to be able to do. Do you recommend having a coach when you're running a business? If you're stuck, yes. I mean, I've worked with many people. Some are defined as coach. Other people are like synergistic partners and things like it's very hard to run a business without anybody else coaching you or guiding you just because like you're never going to have all the answers 
Like there's going to be people that ask questions that you don't know the answer to. There's always going to be hurdles of you don't know how to make it to the next level. Like there's always going to be people that are better than you. And like, that's not a bad thing. It just means that if you want to continue to grow and scale, you're going to need mentors. You're going to need coaches. You're going to need people that are, have been there that have experienced what you've experienced and like break you out of that comfort zone. Otherwise you're just going to be stuck in a plateau. Like the reality is like your growth is limitless, but it's only limitless if you push the boundaries and push out of your comfort zone, because if you continuously do the same thing and you're not getting the result, like it's, most likely not going to change and there is going to be things in your way that are just stopping you from getting to like what your next level is how have you been able to identify and find your coaches and mentors i mean a lot of them have been different places so like for example the one who really pushed me to hire my team I actually found him through some business like swiping app that I used to use. So it's like, there's lots of places that you could find people. Like I just had a call with somebody who's starting an agency that needed someone to help white label his work. And he DM'd me on Instagram. So it's like, I think the way that it used to be where you had to meet somebody in person is like gone. Like there's so many different places where you could meet a coach. I mean, Again, you have to really be careful on who you work with. Like there are a lot of people that will promise big things and not deliver. But a lot of it is like, honestly, even doing your homework too, like having a conversation, having a meeting, like seeing what their online presence is, what does their website look like? What does their LinkedIn look like? like really, and you don't even have to, if you want to find a coach or a mentor, maybe you talk to two, three people before you find the right fit or the right person. And the thing is, you'll make mistakes along the way, like you can end up finding people, and then it doesn't work out. And it's not always against you or against the person, just sometimes it doesn't work out. And you just have to continue to move on and not be like, I'm never gonna close myself off and work with somebody again. Yeah, it's good to know. So Drew, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out to you or your company for your services, how would they do so? Yep, they can find me on my website, digitaldrewsem.com, and then also on social media. So I'm at digitaldrewsem on Instagram and Twitter and all the social platforms. Thanks, Drew, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time. Yep, thank you for having me, Chad. Mm -hmm.